Welcome into episode 238 of Kathleen's Craft Collective. Oh, I'm going to turn my sound up to 50%. There we go. <sighs> One week, I will get this right. I even actually thought about uh, using the old laptop with the microphone. Didn't quite get around to it. Anyway, listeners, welcome into to episode 238 of Kathleen's Craft Collective. This episode, I have as a special guest, the wind. It's rattling around. You know, I bet you thought there was somebody interesting coming there. Oh no, Kathy's wind is back. Um, we have a blather with birds. I have a hello section. Uh, we'll talk about the decoration for the Christmas winter decoration swap. And I'll end with the me, me, me section. So, get your cup of tea or your dram or your IV drip or your vaccine or your booster. I'll let you know where Crack's been in Caithness this past, I don't know, month? Hey, hold on. Kadunk. It's a bit loud, isn't it? Ah, they're about to see BB's first thing on a Monday morning, eh? Wonderful. Okay, listeners, I'll start with the blather. Birds. I know someone who doesn't like birds. Each to their own, because I'm not a huge fan of wasps. <laughs> However, it got me thinking about all the birds I see near me on a daily basis. I have to walk the dog pretty much every day, because sometimes I let Richard do it by himself. <laughs> and the dog likes to get walked at least once a day. So, we have quite a bit of birds around us, and I just like them. And it got me thinking... Uh, recently that we had someone visiting from south and they were quite taken with the area and the birds and I was thinking oh we've got quite a few different types because I was trying to explain yeah we've got the geese just now and a uh, resident jackdaws and the oyster catchers who come etc uh, etc et then I thought I really 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 like birds in fact I'll go so far to say I love birds I don't like wasps I have a story about them. I look at birds every day, every season. They mark the summer and the winter. They show if the weather's going to change. They make me laugh. I can spend quite a while being absorbed watching them. And as I said, where I live, there's quite a lot of birds. There's sea birds, there's country birds. <laughs> it's like there's town mouse and then there's country mouse. I don't know if there's such a thing as town birds. Or urban birds and country birds. I think it's just birds that have adapted to living in the town. So we'll just go lots of different types of birds. There are some garden birds here and I admire all the different sizes, the different colours, the purposes of the birds. I, and I have favourite birds and favourite sounds. Um, I specifically love the little Jenny Rain's sound. I particularly like watching the robin, especially when it gets ter territorial and starts knocking <laughs> three shades of uh, chicken out of the chickens. <laughs> Not very often, but I don't think they're scared of very much for the size of them. Of course, I love puffins and I've even gotten used to the chickens, albeit I don't really like them that much when they're hung hangry. Not just hungry, but hangry. I think they say the same thing about me, to be honest. 
I wouldn't say it was a twitcher, but I do love birds. They play a huge part in the ecosystem of the planet. After the COP26 has ended, our focus moves away from the intense spotlight of the climate environment. We still need to take care of our world, birdie pals included. I don't think that the Glasgow Agreement is enough personally, and it was portrayed as a get-together for celebrities, but I do think that it does go some way to a better direction. We need to keep the pressure up on our lawmakers. They should have the power to change the big corporations or the mass polluters, as well as setting up for us the infrastructure for us householders to do the littler, the littler, littler but as important things, such as recycle, change to electric and insulate. And when I say change to electric, I mean I'm from the, the polluters of coal. It won't always be easy, but we don't live in easy times, so grasp the changes and go for it. Think of that really hard project. It'll be fabulous when you're done. The feeling of satisfaction that you get when it's done and your conscience is clear. I was mooching about looking at patterns for bird-related garments and items, and there's some absolutely glorious, beautiful birdie-themed items out there. You've got aragurumis, aragurumis, you know, the little crocheted birdies. There's a lot of them. There's some beautiful hat designs. And then there's shawls based on birds' feathers. And then there's jumpers that have got patterns of birds on them. And actually, this is the reason why, or partly why I wrote this. <laughs> um, well, no, it was because somebody said they didn't like birds and just couldn't understand why they wouldn't like them. But there's also colours of birds, all the different colours that you've got, they inspire us completely. There is quite a lot of um, birdy themed colourways. Um, my first thought is the West Yorkshire Spinners range of um, birds colours. And then there's ranges of yarns that are named after the different birds such as the... Oh, I had it in my head. I haven't written this one down. I was thinking about earlier on. Beautiful yarn. No, it'll come to me. I can see it. No, nope, it's gone. Oh, listener. They're American. No. Nope. <laughs> yes, this is why you should do some more notes, Louise. Anyway, so whatever bird is your favourite, or even if you don't have particular favourites, maybe we should just pick up the birds because they are a very important part of this planet's life. The bird is your oyster catcher, but stuff the jimmies. That's the wasps. I'm playing this because I'm trying to think of what that yarn is. I have some. No, it's not coming to me. Right, listeners, let's move on to hello section. Uh, first, I'd love to say a huge huggy hello to Jessica of Little Twig Designs. She sent me a lovely message on Instagram in the past fortnight. And she's had a hard time recently, so um, this is a huge hello hug for you, me to you, 
all the way over down to Australia where it's slightly warmer than here um, I don't think they've got the same grey it's a milk grey kind of day to day with rain and wind and perfect for sitting beside your radiator however um, Jessica was we can't change things we can go through and hold your hand together and the same goes for the lovely Nick all yarns from the plane sadly her dad passed on um, and those that have listened to our podcast have heard her talk with great delight about her father over the years so we pass on our deepest condolences to Nick too um, I'd like to say hello to Sally's Backyard um, a long time listener and other long time listeners Louise of Nick British who has birdie friends she's made friends with a little red robin from her work outside her work <laughs> her robin. the robin doesn't go to her work but she's named it Shonis I think that's how you pronounce it certainly Gaelic because Louise is learning Gaelic and I just get this most delight when Louise posts a little video of the robin bob bobbing about in the uh, her work garden, I think it is, or just near her work, anyway. So I hope that uh, Lee Shonis gives you as much pleasure as I get, Louise, if not more so. And Hannah, who escaped from my pocket and is back doing some beautiful cross-stitching. So, you know when you put stuff on Instagram and you're just doing stuff, and then somebody actually sends you messages... We don't always say stuff and comment and that, but we um, do appreciate it and we like things and you never know how much things are. So just keep posting and um, it was really nice. So there you go. I got in the Listeners. Oh, right. Uh, the Christmas decoration swap it has been done. Uh, I got in a bit of a pickle because I mixed up the Ravelry group and the Gmail group. Sorry. However, it's also red, and if you could be sending out your parcel by sort of the first of December ish, um, that would be really, really good. If you can't make that deadline, then please let your swap friend know so that they're not sitting there looking for it. Or I mean, life does get in the way and um, things happen, so your swap friend will be very kind and understanding. So don't panic too much. Just give them a wee message and say, oh, blah, 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 happened. Um, I'll be a few days late. And um, The point is not to get stressed about this, just to enjoy yourself. It's quite good fun getting to know people. Sorry for those that are swapping with each other again. I've gone and uh, swapped Lisa and um, FRK Strick from Denmark again. <laughs> I probably had them last year. I've managed to swap myself with two people because um, of things. 
but I'm quite excited about it and I'm, after I've recorded this and then had my lunch I'm going to do a bit of shopping and um, get some of my package put together so um, and I ordered something for them as well this morning so hopefully that will come quite quickly this week and I shall get to the post office next weekend so I hope that you are enjoying doing whatever it is you're doing for your swap and um, yeah Maybe I should retitle this episode The one where Louise can't remember the name of the yarn <laughs> I was going to call it more jimmies um, Right, me 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 section and, and I will have a sort of part of this being about books Because I've read or listened to quite a few since I last told you about the books um, This is going to be a slightly shorter episode than probably normal I'm always desperate to keep it under half an hour And I never ever do But um, Paula from Knitting Pipe Clean always used this yarn and we did the pipe, Knitting Pipe Line Knitting Spit it out Louise The Piper's Journey was made from this yarn which I have I don't have anything handy to actually I think I'd have to turn off or pause or something Anyway, right, me 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 section <laughs> I wish I did it like this. Right, um, first I'll talk about the knitting. I did a scalp of knitting this little while, although I didn't for the first week. And I know I was saying that I really, 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 really enjoyed my knitting. But you see, I finished the cowl that I'd made. And then it meant the next thing I had to do was cast on the sleeve for my flax jumper of tin can knits. And I'm using Iona yarn in a teal colourway in iron weight on a cone that I bought from Edinburgh Yarn Fest. I was going to say that that's for like listeners that have uh, new listeners, which have probably turned off by now for me spit, spit, spitting things and not remembering the name of the yarn. But new listeners, this is kind of what I'm like. So I'm hoping that you, you're a bit like that too. And, you know, it's fine <laughs> if you're not. It's been lovely having you in for the past 15 minutes. <laughs> right, so I am I really quite enjoyed just the knit, 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 knit all the whole day through. Because that's how I do it. Or if I'm ribbing, um, that's what I sing. Knit, 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 knit all the whole day through. Because I think that I'm one of the seven dwarfs. And I'm hoping that Snow White comes to the house and does all my housework for me with the woodland animals. And all the wee birdies come in. And don't poop everywhere. Because in my head, that's what they would do. So... I did cast on for the sleeve, I was knitting away and I got to the bottom of the sleeve and I measured it and I thought, this is 18 inches, my own 18 inches long, I don't think my own is that 18 inches long. So I shortened it slightly, did the rib, cast it off, tried it on, I now have a one arm bandit 
So I have one sleeve done and I'm looking at how much yarn I've got left on the cone. I don't know. I really don't know if I'm going to have enough or not. I was sort of saying this last episode, listeners. So I tried it on and um, the sleeve, it's kind of bulky. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I like it yet. And I don't know if it's long enough over my butt. But it was the um, the length that it said. I just I think it needs the second arm done, to be perfectly honest. And I'm not panicking about not having enough yarn because, 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 the wonderful, wonderful Suzanne of Oz. She's like the wizard, but in Suzanne shape. Uh, Suzanne messaged me and sent me photographs to say, is this the same colour as what you've got? And she went and bought some Iona yarn in the teal colourway. Probably the same Edinburgh yarn fest as me. <laughs> Such a good answer. I should say, I'll never use this for any time soon. Now, my want here is just to use up all what I've got and it be enough. But I do have the, the lovely, lovely feeling that if I don't, I can maybe get off, buy some of Suzanne and da 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 puppy power um, but if I don't need it then Suzanne could knit something and then we could be yarn twins because I think I'd quite like to have Suzanne as a yarn twin as well I have other twins um, Jan and Le um, Ellen I was going to say Lisa she can be an extra one <laughs> being my other twins um, when I say twins I'm being quite loose with the actual uh, proper definition of twin they're just people that I really want to be sisters with and I loved a sister so when I get find people like female people or sistery type of people I'm not very good at gender organisation so if you want to be a sister of me and you're not actually a male then it doesn't matter you can be my sister anyway because I just my big brother used to pick on me sometimes and we used to fight like cat and dog I just wondered what it would be like to have a sister. Maybe if you have a sister, you would wonder what it was like to have a brother. And moving on. <laughs> so I quite enjoyed the knit, 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 knit all the whole way through. I actually just went back to using uh, double pointed needles because I did try to use um, knit picks on a short cable, but it was too long. And the points were too long it was a bit goldilocks and the three bears porridge um everything was just not quite right she broke and entered that house she really did so i took them out and then just used the double pointed needles and net 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 but yeah anyway get out of my house goldilocks i'd have snow white in a heartbeat but i'm not keen on goldilocks uh, i'm happy enough i'm just kind of carrying on and i have i haven't actually cast on the second one i've put the needles in the holes because i've picked up the old the stitches that were on waist yarn but i'm going back to it um and then because when i was doing the winter decoration christmas swap i had to go into ravelry and richard sort of leaned over and he says is that the site that you get sore head with? And I says, yeah, but it's not actually giving me a sore head today. So I was doing something for him and I used his 
computer because my computer died remember i don't have ravelry in my phone because i can't remember what my password is and i have it written down it's upstairs can't be bored going getting it blah 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 because it's giving us for hidden in the rush however i know that i can access it because um i see the password on his computer and he was wanting me to do something for him on the computer so i was procrastinating because that's what i do goes on ravelry looked at patterns and i don't know what i was looking for oh i think it was doing the birds thing and i was then i just went to talk 20 patterns and there was a pattern by a designer who i'm not sure if we're mentioning her anymore or just now but she it is with this massive design of a halibut or halibut as if you would hear maybe you would say it one day fish around the yoke of this jumper and I, I just like okay and I said to Richard look at this and he says well that's pretty cool but it's got bat wings and I says I don't think you would really get you'd like that so he says hmm, look up look up like I'd, I'd wear one of them but not that design so we ended up um, finding a pattern called Rid Rudari and this is a late lopi pattern and it, this one's designed by Vedas Yon's daughter and um, so I bought it and it's a yoked stranded yoke pattern using late lopi yarn which if you remember I bought some in Iceland when I was there and then some more when I was in Inverness for the summer and it's not enough to make him a jumper but then he says I really want a knit to make that and I'm thinking there's no way you're actually going to knit that jumper as your first jumper and then I thought ah. Paula knitted a stranded yoked jumper for her first knitted design pattern when she first learned to knit so never discount that and then he says, you need to teach me to knit. And I've said to Richard quite a lot of times when he's off in hotel rooms, you know the amount of knitting that I could have gotten done when I was sitting waiting, or when you're sitting there bored at your skull. Yeah. So he says, well, I thought I could just sit and knit. And then I was like, right, fine. So looked all out the yarn. Don't have quite enough of like ropey. I do have another iron weight, but it's not 100% a yarn no it's 100% yarn not 100% wool big difference um however it all tonals in and it's pretty much the colors that there is in the design that do need a white but i'll get that when i come to it um or i haven't quite had a good rummage through my stash i might have some white iron weight somewhere in my stash so I used to, because I remember making something for Daisy out of it. I thought it was, I'm sure it was acrylic, so. Mm. Um, so one night I sat and taught my husband to knit. And the first thing he says, you do remember I'm left-handed? And I went, no, I had completely forgotten that you're left-handed for learning me to knit. Right. Well, so, and I thought, well, I'm going to cast them on and knit a, a line. And I only had 10 on the, on the needle start with was, there's no way I was going to teach him how to cast all for the first thing other people do but this is just way I was thinking so <laughs> I sat opposite him and I'm thinking well 
actually I don't know how to teach somebody left-handed so I know I'll go to YouTube so I looked up a YouTube video and it was basically the first one that came up sorry I didn't write down who it is I can put it in the show notes um, when I do the show notes and uh, it says that you hold your knitting in your left hand well your work and you have your working needle in your right which is obviously the other way around to the way I would knit and this is just the way that she's taught I mean there must be other ways of doing it but this is the way we taught him and he kind of grasped it which is quite cool we've knitted a few times since and I think he's about grasped knit I haven't taught him purl because I haven't looked up how to do purl in left-handed but also if he's doing the jumper it'll be in the round so he won't need to and I thought, well, he could do the body of it because there's no increasing or decreasing in his body because it's straight up and down. And he could possibly do the sleeve as well. So um, this design has got a... I was going to say stuff, but that's not very descriptive, is it? Um, it's got a detail on the cuffs and the rib so there's a bit of stranded work in them so it's not like I can just cast on the rib and then hand it to him and then say just knit now but the other thing was I um, haven't marched on with this is because if he's doing some of it in left handed hands it to me to do the yoke with the stranded work um, I'm right handed and I would want to knit right handed now having knitted in the round and then come back the way once or twice I don't quite remember when I did this but it creates a hole and it's not correct so I'm like do I just do do I knit all left-handed because he does want to knit this and I think it would be good to encourage him but I'll need to think how to do left-handed stranded work. I'll just look it up on YouTube listeners. That's what I'll do. But it was quite a nice thing. It's something that we can share to do. And he's going off in six next week. He's got to be in a hotel somewhere near Peterhead. So he can take some of these knitting with him on YouTube. And he can practice because he'll have time. So never say never. And why not? So that is, the, well, it will be Radari by Vedas Yon's daughter via Lopi. And I'm going to say men tend to look at the model wearing the garment, judge the person who's wearing it without judging the pattern. This is, so somebody else said that and I would agree because that's what my husband does. And this guy in the model of the Radari jumper is wearing his jumper, standing in front of a boat, holding some rope over his arm. And he's a very handsome young man. So, um, Richard's gone, I can see myself in that. <laughs> Obviously, my husband is all, he's very handsome if he's listening to this. Yes, you are handsome, darling. So, sometimes there is that. <laughs> I, think, I like to think that the more experienced knitter would look at pattern and think I like that design, now I'm going to find um, somebody else wearing it with my body shape to see if I would suit it 
because there's nothing worse than making something and it doesn't suit your body shape. I will come on to that very soon. Um, but you did that typical thing. Right, so I am actually knitting... Okay, what did I write it down? I didn't actually write it down. That's not very good. However, my brain's better for this one. Um, for my decoration swap, I'm making something out of the Sue Stratford Christmas Knits book. And um, I've been doing that. And I'm hoping it's not going to turn into my usual... Um, I want to say toy, but remember Zombie Paddington? I'm hoping it's not going to turn into Zombie Paddington. It's not Paddington, I'm not knitting Paddington, but it is kind of a small decoration thing. If it is, they won't get it and I'll do something else. <laughs> Both of them are very good crafters, so I'm a little bit of pressure on me. I can't even go, oh, it's a story, because it'd just be terrible. However, listeners, I will persist. So I've been, I looked out at that and it was quite fun um, doing that. I'm not finished. I've got quite a bit of work to do on that yet. So what I was sewing on, uh, Daisy decided that she wanted another bucket hat. We made one in the summer and this was using a pattern from Hello Sewing. I got it on Pinterest. And I'm using black cotton that I had. I'll, I'm getting told my lunch is in five minutes. So I better speak a little bit faster. Which, which I won't. <laughs> so, um, it smells garlicky. Do you smell that, listeners? Mm, yummy. I've lost my place. Right, so I'm using black cotton and I, we, fitted it this time because that's where I went wrong the last time and didn't fit it properly and she's been making it for the past week and a half but and she's getting home from school and she's had homework and stuff so she's not been kind of like into it and I prefer sewing in the daytime especially with it being black cotton but she doesn't it won't when she comes home from school these days it's pitch dark so we did do a bit of sewing in the dark um nothing exciting to see other than we're just about to attach the brim to the crown thing yeah that's where we are and she's getting better so it's really good it's quite encouraging but I did say to her we only sew when you want to sew we never sew forced if you're you don't have to right um and mum came up a couple of times and we did more work on my thread count TC 2007 summer dress and this is using some fabric I bought from Darnell Milnes in the summertime so it's a summer dress I know I'm making it in winter but and I thought I will I knew I needed a two colored or sort of a top and a bottom different color because the top has got seagulls on it and the bottom there wasn't enough for a whole dress in seagulls so the bottom is a matching orange colour because seagulls have got orange beaks and orange feet. Although they don't have orange feet on this, but some seagulls have orange feet in real life. Coming back to the bird theme. But on the fabric, their beaks are orange, so it ties in fine. However, when she's mum says, right, try this on again. 
put put it on um, right side in. Go and look at it. Because she knew that it, well, we cut it a bit big on purpose because I didn't want it to be too tight. Because it's cotton and there's not much stretch in it. <sighs> I don't like it. <laughs> well, it's not that I don't like the dress. I just don't think it suits me. And I said, you look like a bairn. So, it's currently sitting on my mannequin on top of my table with me putting the hem on. I've just got the hem on the bottom and the sleeves to go. And it's not so... I can do that myself. I don't have much enthusiasm because I just don't think it suits me. But I'm going to wear it. I didn't tell my mum I didn't think it suits me. <laughs> she spent quite a bit of time helping me. And I do quite like the fabric. I just don't think the design suits me. The waist is too high. However, listeners, I learned things doing it. I learned how to do a gathered skirt and a gathered bust, blah, 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 and other stuff. And it's a lined top, but not bottom. So there you go. So I have to wear slip because otherwise it'll stick to it. And I can't wear dark tights because I was wearing dark tights when I was trying it on the other day. So there you go. So that is one of the things that I learned. However, listeners, I hope that whatever you are sewing is not... It's suiting you down to the ground. I hear him shouting, my lunch is ready. So I'm just going to talk about the books. But I think we'll have a little bit... Relaxing. Because we're talking about books. Right. Um, since I've mentioned the last, of, we've listened to quite a few books. Uh, first one being The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Um... It's just one of these things that I wanted to listen to because I've never listened to it. Um, it does actually have some quite good things in it. And also, I quite like how the reference is because when I'm watching historic dramas, some of K-drama, some C-drama, and they refer to Sun Tzu's Art of War, then um, I know what they're talking about. Oh, here comes Buffa. Tell me that lunch is ready. Hello, Buffa. And another book that I want to listen to because then I can see that I've listened to is Beowulf. And this is one of the oldest English language book written. Or when it was first done, it was done um, orally and passed down to people. So whoever did the first draft, like Chinese Whispers, I'm sure it's been embellished upon. And... It's about Beowulf and Grundle, and um, it's quite good. I think it helped that I knew the story from Myths and Legend podcast. Because you're making too much noise. Just, you're making too much noise with your little cross. So um, that was an audible. That was quite good. I think it was one of the books. You get so many free books to listen to an audible. A lot of them are classics, and some of them are modern but quite a few years old now and the next one was that and it was The Beekeeper of Aleppo by Christy Leteri and oh I knew that this was available to listen to um, months and months ago but I've never been mentally prepared enough to listen to it it's just it's, it's a book that is Sad. Um, there's no bones about it because they're coming from Aleppo to the UK and it's their journey about how they do it and 
what they've lost. And it's obviously not going to be very happy. There are some inspiring happy bits in it. And also, um, you cry as well. It's, it's a really, really, really good book. Um, I learned things about beekeeping that I didn't know before, so it was good. I'm on the bee. So I would recommend that. And the, the other one that we read, and me and Richard listened to this together, Richard and I, when we were painting things, is Dave Grohl's sort of biography, The Storyteller. And Dave Grohl is a, the guy from Foo Fighters and Nirvana, and very charismatic. And I really liked him before listening to his book. And just some of his stories, um, I just didn't feel like he took enough responsibility for his actions. And also, a bit of a carbon criminal. So, it's not very often that you find yourself liking someone less and less and less as you go through the book. So, there you go. Um, I'm sure he's very... He, he always comes across lovely in interviews and stuff, and that's one of the reasons that we chose the book. But there's a couple of times I was like, I don't like him from some of the stories that he came out with. But I'm sure he would. A lot of people would say the same things with some of the stories I come out with. But it was interesting to listen to. Although I found it kind of odd because normally a, a biography, autobiography, he wrote himself. Which one's that? It's auto, isn't it? Um, you normally start at the start. Or, well, actually, you normally start near the end and then you go back to the start and then you come all the way through. Whereas him, it's a bit more linear. There was no linear, it was all over the place, jumping back and forward. Which, then I sort of thought, well, he's called, it's called the storyteller because he's telling stories about his life. And it's very interesting. He's had, he's met a lot of interesting people. Um, he is charismatic. He narrated it himself. Um, yeah, so I listened to it and... Mm. Oh, watching TV news um, we watched Squid Game I think I told you that then we watched My Name which is another Korean drama I'm currently watching DP which is about military police um, in Korea and what else did we watch oh there's um, Bebop Cowboys has come out and I'm halfway through Hellbound. I, I like Korean drama. I like it when it's got the subtitles on. <laughs> Whereas Richard doesn't. Plus I can't see it from where he's sitting on the couch. <laughs> so, um, there was something else we watched as well, but not that good. And I still can't remember the name of the yarn. I met the lady that made it as well. Mm. Oh, Billy's one bone. No, no listeners, I can't remember. I'll tell you next episode, so because it's 40 minutes. Um, oh, I have been watching a few video podcasts. Um, the Thoughtful Knitter, Ailey. Hi, Ailey. Um, she's coming on lovely, really, really getting into her stride now. And because I was on there and I'd finished watching her and I still had a bit of like, time to watch video podcasts, I watched a few more. I was looking out to see some ones that I hadn't watched in quite a while. Um, one of them was Dundernets, and she sort of stopped. So, hello, if you're listening to me. Uh, miss you loads. Um, and, oh, there was another one that was really good. 
No, but then again, I've not written these windows down. But, oh, that was it. Because we were looking at the how to knit, it made me think, or think about how much the people that teach how to knit on YouTube and then the difference between them and a um, video podcast of knitting, the difference of them, not there's nothing like bad about it or anything. It's just that there is a sort of difference. So maybe it's like having seagulls and geese. Totally different species. No, that's... <laughs> types. Different types. Different species. You have to get um, Oh, and we've had lots of wasps in the house. I say lots, we've had four. We think they're coming off the wood, but we keep looking for a wasp nest around that area. Can't find them. But... Get out my house, Jimmy. Anyway, eh, so listeners, I still have some primas to keep you entertained with. I'll do that this afternoon, maybe, or at some point this week. Um, I will speak to you in another few weeks when I've done a little bit more knitting and crafting to tell you all about. So, hope you're all well. If not, hey, have a big hug from me, and I bet you can all remember what that yarn is. Mm-hmm. No, still can't remember it. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll call it the name of the episode. That's what it is. I'll look it up and I was going to call this more Jimmies and other things, but I'm going to call it the name of the yarn. There we go. <laughs> Take care and keep on crafting. Was well, it too relaxing? I'm too hungry to listen to relaxing music. It's very nice to isn't it? Right, I'm going to turn off my heater. Right, I'm off. I am, I'm going. Don't leave you. Will you go first? <laughs>